Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. On today's episode, it's you, me, and a whole bunch of movie talk. My name is Justin Hamilton, and you've got a front row ticket for Big Squid. Hello and welcome to this episode of Big Squid. My name is Justin Hamilton and we will be talking movies. I have seen a bunch of films and I thought I would give you a bit of a rundown of what those films are. I will do my best to speak as obliquely as possible in case you haven't seen these films. Uh, I'm actually going to be recommending five films. Uh, I had a pretty good run. I actually saw all of these films last week. I At the start of the year, I was a bit slow. I went and saw Poor Things, which I thoroughly loved, but that was essentially the only movie I kind of watched uh, at the beginning of the year as I kind of took my time leaning into uh, where this year was going and how I was feeling and, you know, just kind of getting some momentum back into my life. And so all these movies banked up and there's still a bunch that I want to see, but I managed to reel off a whole, whole plethora of excellent films last week. Uh, the one film I won't talk about is uh, when Adam Richard and I decided to go to IMAX on Friday when it was 40 degrees here in Sydney. And we thought, well, let's go and see Oppenheimer again and enjoy and get there early and have like four hours of air conditioning right at the hottest part of the day. And you know what that was? That was a smart move because we all had a good time. Uh, Adam, his partner, and me. And uh, Adam and his partner hadn't seen um, the movie on IMAX. And uh, I was very happy to realise that uh, I was not alone in feeling that the IMAX experience kind of weirdly gives you 
a different perspective on that film. But we will talk about Oppenheimer in the future. We've got all these best of episodes that are going to be coming up soon. But uh, once again, as I said to you in a previous podcast, I just don't understand how people do best ofs at the end of the year when things aren't finished and when things still have time to be seen and especially for TV, you know. So essentially I got to the end uh, of the year. I like to kind of sit on my thoughts and, you know, let them percolate a bit. I'm not in any hurry to get these podcasts out because I want to make sure that I, you know, have a fair representation of my experience for the year. And so uh, they will be coming out quite soon and you know I'm so glad that I did wait because there's a couple of TV series in particular that uh, will be much higher up on my uh, end of year list because I saw all of them and because of how well they finished so Fargo is definitively one of them what a series what a season and that ending But we're not here to talk about TV, we are here to talk about movies. I'm going to run you through uh, the five films that I have seen in the last week. One uh, which, uh, actually two of them you'll be able to find uh, on Amazon Prime. Uh, One's from 2017 and one's from last year and I just hadn't gotten around to seeing it. But let's kick off with All of Us Strangers. It is... uh, movie that is uh, directed and written by Andrew Hay and stars Andrew Scott who plays a London screenwriter called Adam and Adam is an extremely lonely man and you know seems to appear uh, live in a in a building that that has nobody else except one other person uh, he talks very early on about how all of his friends have have moved to the suburbs essentially to have kids and he's a he's a gay man kind of living by himself and he's he's not ready for that lifestyle and who would he have that lifestyle with and he's receives a knock on the door one night which is quite shocking because it only appears to be one other person and it's his drunk neighbour who is called Harry who was played by Paul Meskell and he kind of hits on uh, Adam but Adam is not quite up for this. Now the interesting thing about this film is this is a story about a lonely man reconciling his past and part of what Adam can do is that he can travel to the past and he he not only does so, and it's not done in a, you know, whiz-bang special effects kind of way. He, he just travels. He just travels and he's in the past. And he goes and visits his parents. And his parents are played by Jamie Bell and Claire Foy. And the thing is, is that his parents died when he was a young boy. Uh, they died in a car crash. And uh, this is very much a story about... Uh, reconciling uh, loss, uh, dealing with um, grief. You know how I feel about any kind of entertainment that (laughs) deals with grief. I usually am a sucker for it. And it's about finding yourself, if you could go back and you could have these conversations with lost loved ones. And in this case, it's his parents. And he's, you know, He's older than his parents at this point, which is also an interesting dynamic. Uh, It's a beautiful movie. It's a sad movie. It's really sad. Uh, The relationship in the present time is uh, beautiful and also tenuous 
fragile would probably be an even uh, better way to describe it. And uh, they're, they're two lonely uh, characters who are trying to uh, find each other and, and, and find themselves. And I think that's what ends the fragi- uh, uh, gives it that fragility. So it's a beautiful film. Uh, be prepared to be shattered. Like it's, it's, it's quite sad. It's, uh, it's cathartic. Uh, interestingly, and I, I won't uh, say exactly what this is. I had, I had one minor quibble with it. It's minor. It's just, I'm not saying it's incorrect, but for me, there's just one story choice that I'm not really into. And it's not enough to derail my love of the film. It's not enough to uh, make me think ill of the film or whatever. But there's just one choice made that felt like just a bit too much. Just a bit too much for me. But I've also spoken to other people who uh, some have agreed with me and some have uh, not agreed with me at all. And... Uh, I think it will just come down to a personal taste. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a misstep. I just think it's where I'm at. I would have uh, just preferred something else. But uh, I understand the choice that was made, and it's still beautifully played and directed. And and uh, yeah, uh, it's a, quite a stunning film. So, uh, and Andrew Scott is just a a joy everyone's great in the film but it's andrew scott's film he's uh he's he's such a beautiful actor uh he he does more with a look and a and and a pause than a lot of actors can do with dialogue so all of us strangers uh definitely worthwhile checking out and if you have seen it and you are uncertain about a certain uh, part to it uh, why don't you write to me maybe write to me via the uh, Big Squid Facebook page or um, what is the best way to contact me these days yeah probably that way write to me via the uh, Big Squid Facebook page and I will give you my uh, unedited thoughts or maybe I should just how should I do this? No, 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 no. Just write to me. Well, you know, we. I might talk about it later when people have had enough time to see it. Anyway, enough umming and ahhing about how to do it. I still loved it. I still thought it was beautifully directed and acted and, and everything was fantastic about it. Great soundtrack as well. So uh, I really recommend that. But just, just be prepared to be very sad. <laughs> that's, my, that's my recommendation. Take tissues. Okay, so I saw that the next night. Uh, I went and checked out Sophia Coppola's uh, Coppola's latest film, uh, written and directed by her, based on uh, the book Elvis and Me. This is the film Priscilla, and this is essentially the story of fourteen-year-old Priscilla, who is residing with her family in West Germany. Uh, because her father is stationed there as part of the US military. And it's at this point in her age, she meets a 24-year-old Elvis Presley. And uh, it starts in 1959, and this uh, story, pretty much movie, goes uh, up until roughly 1973. 
and uh, look, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. I'm not really an Elvis fan. It's uh, he, he's never been an artist that really appeals to me. I, I never got around to seeing Baz Luhrmann's Elvis, uh, but I love Sophia. I, I love her direction. I love her approach to films, and I was curious to see what she would do with this story. And she did not disappoint. It's beautifully shot. It feels much like Sophia Coppola films, like a dream, and that dreamlike quality is a good way of feeling what a young Priscilla would be experiencing when she's meeting one of the biggest stars in the world. Uh, you know, at this point, the, the greatest rock and roll profiled uh, performer uh, at this point. Uh, I'm not talking about the quality of the music or where the music came from, but just talking about profile and the effect he was having on everybody. Um, the young girl that plays Priscilla, Kaylee Spaney, uh, is so good early on that I, about halfway through the film, I'm like, she's so convincing as as the 14-year-old. How is she going to play the, like, the grown-up version? And you don't need to worry. She still looks young as she should, but she uh, manages to pull off the, the whole shebang. She's great. Uh, the... Young fella, uh, Jacob uh, Elordi, uh, Australian actor, he's great as well. Like, he's way taller than the real Elvis, but his height and the dreamlike quality of the film kind of go hand in hand. And I think he does an exceptional job in the role. Uh, what I love about this film is I don't think at any point uh, Copler is trying to manipulate you into seeing things the way she sees things so it feels dreamlike but it also it it's it's kind of shot in a very matter-of-fact way which allows you to engage with the film so there's never any point for me in the movie where I'm not thinking, well, I don't know about that person, or I've got thoughts on this person, or that's a strange way to act, and oh, I'm not sure I like that. So I felt engaged all the way through the film, and I walked away with my own thoughts on how I felt about all of it, uh, which is quite interesting as someone who ostensibly doesn't care about that story i came away with some strong feelings and some uh definitive thoughts the movie is great all the way through but uh the finale the final scene there's a choice made that is perfect for in keeping with the story that is told but if you know a little bit more about something that's in that final scene if you know a little bit more about that story you will get a little one-two punch on how pitch perfect it is and I don't want to say what it is I don't even want to tell you like I don't even want to suggest what it is I would prefer that you see it and you know if you if you don't know the one-two punch if you only get the kind of ending that is presented it's great like it's it's a it's a it's a really great ending but if you do know the little story behind the choice that's made, that's when you just get that little extra tasty hit. So I was loving it all the way through and then I thought, 
I just think she nailed that ending so beautifully. So, uh, once again, I'm a Sophia Coppola fan. You know, we uh, Ben Elwood and I covered all of her movies a, a few years back, and uh, you know, I've I've just become a super fan out of this. So, Priscilla, great, another film that I was uh, extremely rapt to have seen at the cinema. Uh, knowing that uh, a lot of you are really busy with your lives, uh, I always would prefer to see movies I want to see at the cinema. But in all honesty, if if you don't have time to get to uh, the movies, I I think uh, I think you can watch both films on on your big TV uh, or your big computer screen, or or if you don't have a big computer screen, hold it up close to your face so you can really appreciate it. All right, the third film I watched this one at home. I didn't get to this at the cinema last year. Uh, things were just a bit too uh, busy for me to be able to. Um, make everything work at this point uh but i finally managed to watch it and that was salt burn a movie that i just seem to have people wanting to talk to me about it and people love it and people hate it and people think it's hilarious and people think it's shit house and they're they're fascinating films aren't they like when someone takes a big swing you never know where it's going to land and so uh I thought it was hilarious. I don't think it's flawless, but I laughed a lot. And uh, this is a film about uh, a young uh, scholarship. Uh I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style student called Oliver Quick who in and this is set in the year 2006 uh, he goes to the University of Oxford and um, he has he, he he doesn't fit in with the upper class he doesn't really have any experience with it and he kind of gets lumped with a guy who sees them both as outsiders and and you know the kind of people that everyone looks down on and and you know, Oliver is kind of looking and seeing uh, this uh, upper class uh, group of kids and, and wishing to be a part of them. Of course, he has no connection with them and so he spends a lot of his time by himself. And then purely by chance, uh, one day uh, he is riding his push bike and one of these uh, kids, uh, Felix Catton, is uh, who once again played by Jacob Elordian and, and doing a great job. Uh, 
uh, Oliver uh, helps him out in a situation and then they become friends. Now, I forgot to tell you that Oliver is played by Barry Keegan, who is magnificent. This kid is just kicking goals left, right and centre. And this is, I I think this is a pretty funny film. It's it's kind of like a cross, and this isn't the... uh, the first time this has been said, but it feels like it's a cross between the talented Mr. Ripley and um, Brideshead Revisited. Uh, but I think it's really funny. I think its tongue is firmly planted in its cheek. And it's ostensibly a story about, I think, I was discussing this with my mate Annie Linder yesterday. Uh, I, I think it's ostensibly a, a movie about wanting things and then when you have them, you, 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 there's this sense that you're, you're over it or you, you want to destroy it or you want to own it. Or, you know, it's just, a, it's just an interesting um, kind of part of all of us that often the thing that we want the most, once we have it, we lose interest or, you know, you want to you carve it up or you want to you know, discard it or whatever. And and then it's done through this incredibly uh, well-shot, amazing uh, set designs and performances. And I, if, if you don't find it funny, I think you will really hate it. But if, if it's on your wavelength of humour, I think you'll really get into it. Uh, the performances are extraordinary. And Richard E. Grant is the father is so funny but Rosamund Pike like she just has pitch perfect line after line after line that she delivers with so much panache and she is enjoying it too so yeah I I think if you find it funny you'll get right into it it's uh, written and directed by Emerald Fennell who uh, you know uh, had a hit uh, last year with uh, was it last year or no it must have been the uh no it wasn't uh no it was 2020 promising young woman god time is a, a weird thing isn't it um so yeah this is great there's some real gross out moments in it and i'm sure there'll be points where even if you're laughing you'll be sitting there going oh really is, is, is this what's happening now <laughs> but i found the gross out moments to be pretty funny to be honest and you know, I kind of liked watching something that elicited a, a response like that from me. So, uh, yeah, I thought this was all pretty hilarious. Uh, I had I had a minor quibble once again with a storytelling decision, which I will not tell you. Uh, but there is an ambiguity to the film, and I think this kind of takes away some of the ambiguity. And I wonder if that was a note that was given, or I'm not sure why they did what they did but I was once again it's it's not the incorrect decision but it's not a decision that I would have made I like a little bit of hey what do you think of that in conversations with friends other than uh, having certain things spelled out but anyway uh, you can find that on Amazon Prime so if you are hooked up to that it's um it's well worth the watch now something else that I saw on uh, the same streamer was Tigers Are Not Afraid. Uh, This is written and directed by Issa Lopez. And if that name seems familiar at the moment, that is because this is the woman who is the writer-director behind 
this season of True Detective. So it's been great. Uh, I've really enjoyed at the point that I'm recording this, the first two episodes, only four episodes ago. I will watch the third episode sometime later tonight. And uh, this is her film from 2017, which is a Mexican crime fantasy horror film with elements of magical realism. That's how it's described on Wikipedia. And it's a story about uh, a young girl who is called Estrella, who lives in uh, a, a Mexican city that is caught in the in in the, the the absolutely catastrophic war uh mexican drug war that's going on there so she's in class and she's working on a fairy tale writing assignment and the uh, classroom is suddenly thrown into disarray when there's gunfire outside so everyone drops to the floor and while everyone is freaking out, Estrella's teacher hands her three pieces of chalk, she says, that will grant three wishes. And following the incident, uh, classes are indefinitely suspended. And then you follow Estrella with her three wishes that she has in her hand. And it's 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 quite a bleak film in many ways, uh, but it is also... It does have hope and it has beautiful uh young actors like kids who are like they're so young but they're so good uh the uh lead uh young girl paola lara is 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 mesmerizing and um i think it is juan ramon lopez who plays shiny uh who's a, a young uh street orphan who uh, steals a gun and an iPhone from uh, from a henchman for a crime boss, and it's look. I'd be lying if I recommended it and and forgot to tell you that it is kind of bleak and it is quite full on, but it is also beautiful. And it, it the the magical realism is the type that is presented in a way where you can you can make up your own mind how it works. You can make up your own minds as to exactly what is going on and once again i enjoy that about uh what isa lopez is doing in true detective as well so uh you know be prepared to find aspects of this confronting but uh, i thought it was pretty wonderful and um, i'm so glad that uh true detective has introduced me to isa lopez because i will from here on in, keep an eye out for all of her work and and, and want to check it out. So uh, that movie is called Tigers Are Not Afraid. Finally, the film I saw yesterday, uh, it's been winning a lot of awards, getting a lot of accolades. It is Anatomy of a Fall, which is a French legal drama thriller. It's uh, directed by Justine Triette. I think that's how you pronounce her last name, Triette. it's also uh, written by her with uh, another writer, Arthur Harari. Uh, this is a story uh, about a, um, uh, a German novelist called Sandra who uh, lives in a uh, isolated uh, chalet uh, with her husband Samuel. And uh, this is all in the French Alps. And they have uh, a son who is called Daniel. And uh, they have, uh, and he has 
bad eyesight due to an accident that occurred many years ago. And uh, he has his guide dog, as it were, uh, Snoop. And ostensibly, uh, one day, uh, Daniel comes home from taking his dog for a walk and finds his father, Samuel, dead. And from there, we we find out, uh, well, we watch uh, uh, Sandra be taken to court because there's no one else around. How did he die? Did he jump? Was it suicide? Is it murder? Who knows? And it's it's a courtroom drama in that sense. But in a very different kind of way, scenes, scenes play out uh, slowly and also uh, not slowly in a bad way, but, you know, they just kind of have room to breathe. And uh, having that room to breathe also allows you to think and allow you to wonder what has gone on. I flip-flopped all the way through the movie. Uh, what's interesting about the film as well, though, is it, it's not just a courtroom drama. It's ostensibly a story about how a married couple or a family can can slowly lose the love and can slowly lose their way together. And so th- th- those two storylines are going along with each other. The uh, performance of Sandra, it, which is by uh, the German actress uh, Sandra Hula, is extraordinary. Her performance brought back a lot of memories for me about Lindy Chamberlain, who, when she went to court, because she didn't play the media and didn't didn't act hysterical or and was just quite stoic, it was held against her. And, and Sandra is also quite stoic. You, you don't see many uh, cracks in the facade. But it's great because it adds to the, well, maybe she did, maybe she didn't kind of feel for it. And it, of all the films that I've, uh, you know, like, you know, I talked about All of Us Strangers and Saltburn making just some choices that I wasn't, once again, not, I'm not criticising saying they're incorrect, but just didn't quite work for me. Uh, this makes a choice that I was totally into. And I was actually, for a, a chunk of the movie, really hoping that it would play out this way. And then when I was presented with that, I was like, great, great. I, I'm, I'm so wrapped that you did that. Uh, you know, I think it's the harder choice, uh, but I thought it was a great choice. So Anatomy of a Fall is getting a lot of uh, buzz and I think it is all well-deserved and... You know, uh, it's it's a long film. Like you know, like I'm I'm not going to lie to you, but uh, uh, I I think if um, you're you're looking for something that you can sink your teeth into, and and also going like you know, I've said this to you before, but now and again I regret going to a movie by myself, and this was one of them. I was like, damn, I wish I'd wish I'd seen this with someone. But once again, I saw Annie Linda yesterday the actress and writer and producer and uh thank goodness because i could uh, have a good chat to her about it as well so i think it's great i think the performances are fantastic and uh you know give yourself some time and go and see it and you know maybe go and see it with a friend and then go and go and have a coffee or get a bite to eat afterwards so you can have a chat 
about it. So, yeah, there you go. So, they are the five films that, uh, and I'm recommending all of them. Uh, some of them I recommend with caveats. Saltburn I recommend with caveats. You know, once again, if you find it funny, you'll, you'll be on board. Uh, but if you don't find it funny, I could really imagine you just going, what the fuck was that? So, and I would totally understand that as a reaction as well. So, uh, the five films were All of Us Strangers, Priscilla, Saltburn, Tigers Are Not Afraid, Anatomy of a Fall, Saltburn and Tigers Are Not Afraid, you can find on Amazon Prime, uh, Priscilla, All of Us Strangers and Anatomy of a Fall at the cinema. And that's a pretty good week of movies. Throw in a little bit of uh, Oppenheimer and uh, yeah, I was pretty wrapped. I was pretty wrapped with the whole shebang. So there you go. They're my January movie recommendations for you okay what's coming up we've still got the best ofs that are going to be coming up uh, during feb and uh over at my website uh you can go to justinhamilton.com.au i am writing some blogs trying to keep them short trying to keep them fun and uh you know keeping that rolling as a, as a writing exercise as well in a way of uh you know, keeping in touch with all of you. No festival shows for me this year, uh, but I am working on some stuff, so hopefully you'll be able to uh, connect with that soon. Uh, thank you for all the kind words for The Ultimate. Just getting really great feedback, so thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, we're really close to the end. Only a few weeks to go, and that will all be wrapped up. Uh, the latest uh, chapter dropped on Tuesday and our hero Robert decides that he has to confront Kirk the ultimate man by himself and what could possibly go wrong nothing goes wrong for Robert (laughs) ah dear anyway uh, that's enough from me for today I hope you're well Uh, I hope uh, the first month has treated you well or at the very least that you're slowly getting into the rhythm of the new year in 2024 and I will be back next week uh, to continue chatting away with you all right look after yourselves until then Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.